Wondering what to write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know I don't know Spending time all alone Sending my songs to the phone Dreaming of a better home We while focused on trying to hone That was a great sounds of Watts with Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Raised, Elm City Made, EZ Blues, is in the building. EZ Blues, you are better with introductions. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? Ladies and gentlemen, when you take five different perspectives and you're able to carry them into a single thought a single piece of art you have the most incredible things to happen whether it is voltron whether it is captain planet or whether it is some of the most incredible things that you see every single day these are things that are crafted from a little bit of tension a whole lot of love and art and for that today in this very, very studio of the Zoom world, we have with us, and I want you to hold your attention because Attention Rebellion is here with us today. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Welcome. Very, very welcome. So for, for those who don't know, you guys <laughs> are a band, um, and, and you know, you are, you are a five-piece, and, and for the non-musicians out there. Um, are you two guitars or are you caught guitar and keys? Um, you know, obviously drum, bass, vocals, guitar. And second guitar or guitar and keys? Second guitar, yeah. There's two of us. Nice. And awesome. uh, fun fact, both guitar players are named Jeff, so we're just, you know, colloquially <laughs> referred to as the Jeffs. Okay, uh, <laughs> Jeff squared. I like it. Yes, uh, <laughs> only one of us spells our name right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's me. It's me. <laughs> See, this, this is the most incredible thing because a, a lot of times we actually will have musicians on, but we'll, it'll just be like the solo aspect of the musician. But this mm -hmm. is the part that I love about dealing like with music and musicians is it's this little interplay because, you know, that two Jeffs thing also works its way out onto stage. It also works its way into, you know, um, into the playing styles of each and every one of you guys, and that's what crafts your guys' identity. Um, you guys have a very, very interesting sound. And before we go any further, for those that are listening, you know, in their cars and can't see the fact that this is a story of a band named Attention Rebellion, um, understand that um, who who are you guys individually, and what is your instrumentation? I guess I'll start. So I'm Paris. I'm the lead singer. Awesome. My instrument is my voice. It's my vocals. Um, and we work together to make the music. Um, the guys come up with the instrumentation lots of the times and the structure of the songs. And I'll come through with the, the lyrics and the melody there. Next awesome. in line. <laughs> yeah. I'll, so I'm Jeff uh, with a J, um, uh, one of the guitarists. And um, yeah, the other Jeff with a G, he's he plays guitar as well. The, the better Jeff, I might add. The correct Jeff. <laughs> correct Jeff. 
<laughs> I think that's pretty cool, by the way. You got both guitarists that, that are named Jeff, so you don't, you know, you don't, you don't have to get lost with that. So that, that, that's yeah. a pretty cool aspect. But, <laughs> I, Jeff, I but Jeff with the J, continue. Then we'll go with Jeff with the G, you know, so I can get a little <laughs> boy organized with this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure oh. what else to say. Um, you know, okay. we, all, we all write in the band. We, cool. um, uh, we all have, you know, various differing influences as well as some shared influences mm -hmm. um i think we all have a unique perspective um another mm -hmm. fun fact is yeah. i think paris you're the only one in the band that's connecticut born and raised right um yeah. shout oh, out wow. connecticut aa <laughs> <laughs> so we all come from different places easy mm -hmm. uh you've got a fellow long islander right here i'm sorry <laughs> i hate long island i'm just gonna be honest with you i i was a professional musician on long island i know how tough it is and i hate uh -huh. yeah yeah i was all up in that scene too and we're not there anymore right <laughs> no, no 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 in fact i i, I wouldn't be shocked if we, we actually don't know each other um i because I, I i was in suck it easy for a while so yeah you were where i was in the band suck it easy Oh, um, I remember. I remember that band name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small yeah. world, I, very small world. <laughs> um, very small world, but <laughs> very big island and very lots of chaos. That I didn't like that. Uh -huh. But but again, we're we're not there right now. But that that that's that that's one of the most incredible things. And and before we get on to to the amazing rhythm section that you guys have, um, you know, one of the most incredible things that goes on through this is the fact that you do have these these different perspectives, and you are guys who come from you know different parts of the world it, it's one of those things that even you know in in my band that was one of the coolest aspects of it was there's only one person that was from connecticut and the rest of us had a whole different perspective and opinion and different life experiences and we're able to bring that in, uh, into the creative process so shout out to, to to that aspect but we've heard about the guitars jeff with the uh with the g yeah uh, you really haven't talked much um yeah <laughs> Yeah, Long, well, Long, I mean, Island, Long Island Jeff has been jumping all over that. So I'm guessing you're the rhythm guitarist. That's uh, that's that's classic Long Island Jeff. I mean, Jeff Jeff with the J is kind of like the band manager, and he kind of is the leader of our squad. So it, it totally makes sense that you know he would be uh, bulldozing right over me. But listen, oh, I do God. have my place in the band. Take um, <laughs> <laughs> that, Long Island. Uh, <laughs> No, I, I think I think my role in the band is uh, in terms of playing guitar is, you know, Jeff and I, uh, we don't really do strictly like lead or rhythm or something like that. We kind of switch off at times between songs. Um, I do tend to take most of the solos, I think, because uh, I'm just kind of like a firecracker in a lot of ways. And I'm kind of just a huge pain in the butt to uh, to deal with maybe sometimes. And I'm also kind yeah. of fans, yeah, comic relief and lightning rod um, for controversial <laughs> music opinions. Uh, I'll just throw this one out there just to get us all started in case anybody's uh -huh. interested in following up on this later. Led Zeppelin, totally overrated. Just going to go out oh, there, wow. put it down. Wow. No, no right? Going there already? Guy. I'm that guy. the first time for everything. Oh, man. Not a shared goodness. opinion. Not a shared yeah, opinion. Oh, no, shared I, opinion. I think I'm, I literally live on an island by myself <laughs> with that opinion. It's called no. Long Island as opposed to Long Island. I respect your boundaries. I really do. No, no, no I, I, I agree with you. I'll be honest. I respect I, that. I 100% agree. 
Um, phenomenal stuff, but like I can't <laughs> listen to a whole record because Rob, Rob Robert Plant's voice starts to gnaw at like oh, yeah. my 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 ear, and I can't hear things for the right way. I'll hear a song, and like that song's dope, but like I felt the same way about In Sync. Let's be real. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't disagree. Fair enough. All right, good. I'm glad to have some support. And and also they were all creeps, real cre- creepy human beings. You know, I like that. I'm gonna start Took using advantage that. of a 14 year old, homie. Let's let's be real. That's kind of gross. Kind of gross. That's, kinda that's gross. a good point. That's a good point. You know? mm-hmm. beat, beat a girl with a fish. Kind of weird. I like Very it. weird. You know. So, yeah. Things yeah, I, I did not know. Um, but I know yeah. our guests right now are not creeps, so I like to know more about them. Um, <laughs> let Let's start a little bit in alphabetical order. Let's go with Aaron with the blue. Um, how did you find this band? And just tell us a little bit more about yourself. So I am bass player, right? All about the groove. Uh, and it, we linked up on Craigslist. Um, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because I've been, I moved here from Seattle in 2019. And then after the pandemic started to die down a little bit and I started looking for people to play with, I just, I saw the ad on Craigslist and I listened to the tunes and the tunes, um, you know, you heard all of me. Like, it's dope. I mean, it just the music was good. Um, so that's how we connected. And uh, uh, I just, you know, these guys are incredible musicians. And awesome. so it's been, you know, a blessing, right, to be able to play with people that have, in my opinion, great taste in music. You know what I mean? Great musicianship, right? Like, it's just a, it's it's a cool vibe all around. So. Oh, that's awesome. Adam, talk to me, man. Hey, what's Adam. up? Adam here, drummer. Drummer, uh, okay. Yeah. How'd, yeah. how'd you get? How'd you get in touch with everybody? How'd you? How'd you join the uh, crusade? Yeah, similar story to uh, Aaron, but just wanted to say thank you guys. Thanks to the community. Thanks you guys for having us. This is awesome. Doubt, it's such a great venue. Uh, hopefully, everybody listening is is getting a good chuckle as well. But we really appreciate the time. And uh, yes, for me, similar story to Aaron. Um, it's actually an interesting one for me, but I, I played yeah. in the Connecticut music scene about 10 years ago. So I'm originally from Massachusetts. Oh, wow. And then traveled a little bit, was living in Austin, California, uh, similar to Aaron, and then made made my way back here uh, last year. So similar, Craigslist. I think mm-hmm. me and Aaron actually ended up having a tryout the same day. The same day, yeah. Uh, with, with, with the Jeffs. Uh, but same thing, yeah. They sent us some music and... You know, for me, it's always, you know, at this stage, play a lot of original music. Obviously, that's a lot of what we do. Right. Um, always gravitated towards that stuff. And so it was just trying to find good musicians that you could, you know, get along with that played good music. And that's really what we're all about. So having a good time. Uh, but yeah, when they, when they sent us the music, it's, you know, it was very clear that the Jeffs uh, could could play pretty well so that was uh yeah. that, was, that was pretty big pretty exciting yeah. uh just knowing the connecticut music scene it could be a little bit all over the place so it's nice to get back good. me and aaron had a great great vibe i think you yeah. know walked in with the rhythm section it's been real fun so yeah so that's awesome well, yeah and, and it's so interesting too because i 100 percent feel that like the connection in the rhythm section is what is going to make or break the band you know Rage Against the Machine is not Rage Against the Machine without that incredible rhythm section, yeah. you know, and, and to have that super tightness. And when that that is tight, you know, the guitars get so much more chance to play and be awkward and be weird. 
and you, you know, Parrish, you get to, to let, you know, add in all these great textures and then tell a story to, to take somebody all to, to another level. Um, are there vetoes? Like, is the entire process a democratic process as for the songwriting and stuff? Are there vetoes? Paris, you're like, look, I'm going to write this and y'all are going to deal with it. How does that process kind of work out for all of you guys? All right, guys, I'm going to write this song. You're going to deal with it. No, right. never. <laughs> oh. That's it. That's the whole process. That's it. There's yeah. nothing else. <laughs> no comments. None of that. Wait. <laughs> uh, so, so really how it happens is, um, well, first I want to say, this is the first band that I've ever been in. And this is the oh, first wow. time where okay. I'm actually writing intentionally to specific instrumentation and working and collaborating with other people. So it's been mm -hmm. really fun. I've been learning so much from them. They have a lot of experience and knowledge. So it's been really great to work with them every week and just to pick up some tips, to learn different things. And so that really helps when I'm writing lyrics and melodies for the songs. Um, yeah, we, we work together. I'll I'll listen to instrumentation for something. And a lot of times it's kind of like on the spot, like at practice, we'll be playing something. I'll be thinking of a melody, thinking of some lyrics, and, and it'll kind of go like that. And then I'll write the rest at home or whatever, and then we'll come back and share it. And usually we all kind of just like, like it. <laughs> it's never like, no one's like, nah. You should change that or whatever. But, you know, I'm asking, like, you know, do you guys like this? Or can we, like, take a break here? I need to breathe. I can't breathe at this section of the song because mm. I'm, like, belting the whole time. So I get their input for sure. I try to to listen to their opinions because I know that they have a lot of experience and they can, you know, just kind of see some things that I might not be able to see. Mm. And Paris doesn't give herself enough credit. <laughs> <laughs> so she 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 had probably the, well, i mean she's got the hardest job right in the van everybody's paying attention to her the, the vocals all that kind of stuff but she you know obviously with being the first band but also a lot of the music was written before she came in mm. you know we were looking for a singer for a long time and you know she came in and wrote all the songs in a really short amount of time and it was just really incredible and i think inspiring for all of us uh, just seeing her come in with with her skill and her talent, it's, it's it's incredible. And I think, kind of on the on the on similar vein, like with me and Aaron coming in again with a lot of some of the music was already written. So when we're coming in, you know, the Jeffs had a great sound, and so mm -hmm. we're trying to fit into that, but also trying to make it our own, right? So there's like right. a little bit of that, uh, which is which makes it fun, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll just throw in there that you know, number one, um, Paris for this being her very first like band and very first venture, we were all completely stunned and blown away by Aww. one, mm -hmm. how much of a natural she is just in terms of like writing great melodies and lyrics. And also, man, what a Thank voice. You. Oh my God. Yeah. So good. Unbelievable. Oh, come on, Paris. You know, you're, <laughs> you know, you're amazing. Um, and she, everybody's just been really, really cool to work with. Jeff and I, uh, we were in a band a long time ago before the pandemic hit. And mm -hmm. that band fizzled for a lot of reasons, one of them being the pandemic. So, you know, we, he and I have been linked up for a long time and we know how to work with each other. We've been working with each other for a long time. But what's great about Aaron, Adam and Paris is that, you know, uh, we don't really have like a veto. We don't really have like even a democratic process or anything like that. 
we're all just kind of throwing out ideas and saying, hey, can we try this? Or you're like, yeah, that sounds good. And we just mostly operate by gut feel. And mm -hmm. uh, I think personally, I think that's the best process I've ever been in, in terms of writing music with other people, because uh, I, I've been in other bands where there's been a veto process and it leads to a lot of infighting. Same with the democratic process in the sense of like, you know, if you have three people in favor of something, two against, it, it kind of gets messy and feelings get hurt. But here, we're all just trying to find that that place of agreement, which I think is absolutely the best yeah. way uh, of writing. And it's easy with these guys because everybody's got great ideas and everybody's cool to work with. Yeah, and, and no matter where like a song originates, like, you know, Adam and Aaron said that there was some written already when they came on board, everyone puts their two cents in and makes it something better than it was before. So all of our stamp is over all of our songs. We each have a little piece of it. So it's really cool. Yeah. No, that, that, that's awesome. And and mainly the, the reason why I say that is because it can also translate into other things. Like for example, um, I we have a democratic process, but the democratic process is all four of us have to agree and that's it. And if all mm -hmm. four of us don't agree, if one of us disagrees, we're not going to do it, whether it be a song, a song concept or a show or a band to play with, um, you know, or a marketing opportunity. If someone's like, I don't want this to represent me. We like, OK, we're good. Then we're not going to do that. And I, I think it's it's a phenomenal aspect and it is much stronger bond. So I really dig the fact that you guys you guys have that that type of bond. Now, what about those other processes? Because you guys are, are musicians. You guys play out. It's more than just songwriting. You know, it's about, you know, booking the shows, finding out what bands you guys are going to start playing with, picking the right venues. You know, we have the, the opportunity to talk about the story from the Craigslist to the Stella Blues. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll just hop on this one. Uh, the Jeff with the incorrect spelling of his name <laughs> is more or less like the band... <laughs> He's, he's really in a lot of ways the band manager and he does a yeah. ton of the heavy lifting on the sidelines in terms of like booking practices, getting us shows, mm -hmm. getting us on to a podcast or a radio station or other cool things yeah. like that that are really phenomenal. Oh, so you mean like WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Jeff with a G, go ahead. Sorry Thanks so much. Thanks so much. Yeah, I mean, just great <laughs> stuff like this, like being on the radio with you guys. I mean, Jeff, the, the lesser Jeff. I say the lesser Jeff just because his name oh, is spelled so man. wrong. It's got to be a Long Island. But, <laughs> uh, that's a whole nother program. Yeah, that's a whole nother program. Listen, somebody somewhere in Long Island, somebody is getting like a collection of old bagels, like stale, hard bagels, getting ready mm -hmm. to throw them at me or something. Um, no, no, here's but, the thing. Here's the thing. I, found, I found the way around that. Found yeah. the way around that. You have to say this. All right, for all those that are going to send hate mail, send it to Prestige because I Absolutely. don't care. <laughs> That's perfect. But yeah, I mean, I, honestly, it's Jeff. Jeff is kind of like the band manager in the sense it, it, it not only does he play guitar for us, but he's also like the additional six member. He's like taking on the role of band manager, too. And he does such an unbelievable and amazing job. And we try to credit him and thank him as much as possible. But he does so much work that it's 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 really unreal. I mean, I don't know how he does it. Well, well, thanks. But, you know, yeah, I mean, we made a lot of connections in our last band, Bad Bad Stereo. And I just love doing that stuff. Uh, do you <laughs> easy? We were supposed to we were supposed to play together, um, I think, for uh, 
for a Bob DePrio, uh like uh, show. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think we broke up. <laughs> yeah, you broke up like right before that, and then my bassist yeah. got COVID. So yes. neither one of us played that show. All right, yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. No. I know. I know you. I know you. I know you now. I know you now. Okay. No, the main reason why I actually know you now is because um, you guys were the only band where they thought your front person would be able to match my energy. Um, I'm just, I'm just being real. Um, well, I'm, in, I'm insane. I like, I, I go outside to the smokers section and scream at them during the show. Well, um, I yeah. think you need yeah. to watch out for Paris Robertson. I'm down. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, I'm insane also. Happened. I'm out on Kate on the stage last time, mm-hmm. so you watch out. Yeah. Word, <laughs> word, word. That, but that's what needs to happen, and 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 it happens in almost every other type of instrumentation, but it doesn't necessarily happen with the front people. You know, like there should be that that amazing competition. Like, okay, cool. I mean, when when my performance brain like formed. It was because of um, Great Balls of Fire, uh, the Jerry Lee Lewis movie. There was a scene in there where him and Chuck Barry are arguing on who's going to headline. And Chuck Barry goes, no one goes on after Chuck Barry. So Jerry Lee Lewis walks out there. He does Great Balls of Fire. He takes his bourbon. He pours it on the piano. He lights it on fire. He finishes the song. He walks off stage and he looks at Chuck Barry and he goes, go on after that. That is the competition that I look for to go out there, you know, because that is the stuff like, Honestly, like Paris, study study Chesky, study the co-defendants. Some of the best front work yeah. I have ever seen in modern today. Just saying. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm passionate. No, oh, passion is, is important. And I feel like all of us have <laughs> a passion for music, right? And that's what, what brings us together and lets us make decisions together as a group because we all know that our decisions are fueled out of passion and love of what we're trying to do um and yeah we did our first show a couple of weeks ago and Mm -hmm. i was so nervous but then when i got on the stage i was like a whole different person i was just like all right we're doing this i'm gonna have Mm -hmm. fun i'm gonna bring the energy because it it feels good Mm -hmm. iris was born to be on that stage let me tell you awesome you know and afterwards Afterwards, I was talking to people and I was like, um, uh, I think I said something about, well, it was Paris's first show. And, and, and someone was like, oh, it's like her first show with you guys, which it was. But I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's not only her first show with us. It's her first show ever. And ever. nobody could believe it. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yes. complete and total natural. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. That's just proof <laughs> she was born to do it, man. Yes, I'm totally. Some, some things are unexplainable. Yeah. <laughs> now, now we've talked. We've talked about the 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 writing process. We've talked about a little bit of the business process. Um, but there's still an elephant in the room. Um, the name Attention Rebellion. Where did that come from, and why is it Star Wars related? I just want to make sure. <laughs> Take it oh. away, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I don't. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I'm sorry to say. So I don't. Know. Oh. Another hot take on the show. There, but um, I love I that tattoo, tattoo, man. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I actually read a book called Stolen Focus by Johan Hari, and it's about how like smartphone technology is basically stealing our ability to concentrate 
and it's making our attention span smaller and like all the tech companies are profiting off of this. And at one point in the book, he speaks hypothetically about like, what would it take to have like an attention rebellion against these companies to get our like minds back? And immediately when I saw it, I'm like, that would be a cool band name. Mm -hmm. And, you know, everyone liked it. So we just went with it. Mm, that's that's all. And, and also, I love how that kind of pays tribute to, you know, the music aspect of it, because for those who know, the, uh, the Doors are from the book, The Doors of Perception. You know, they, they, this is something that has happened in music and in creation for a very long time. So it's great that another I love when other pieces of art inform or get to actually help craft, you know, a different type of art out there. So that's actually very, very cool. And uh, I actually, I've read the book too. I, I, yeah. Oh, nice. I, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm crazy. So it works out well for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but now, what is the, these next steps? You guys have just done, done like the first type show aspect. Are you guys going to be staying more towards the local scene or are you already using some of those connections that you've had from prior experiences and like going a lot, a little bit more out to Mass, going to New York? Are you going back home to Long Island, Jeff? And I hope they pay you well. Um, we'll see. I mean, basically, basically the plan, like, you know, show-wise and things like that is just to take on what we have time for. You know, we all have careers and families and things like that. Um, so we are playing, for those listening and watching live, we are playing tomorrow night at 10 Selden in Woodbridge. Awesome. Uh, so it's not listening live. That's July 15th. Um, and beyond that, yeah, just looking to book more shows. Um, uh, we have two singles out now on Apple mm -hmm. and Spotify, and we're going to have a, a full EP soon. So just basically keep it going. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, we're, we're probably going to be taking like a small, small break after this show because uh, Adam, our glorious drummer, has a baby on the way. I don't want to steal your thunder, man. So take it away. Yes. Congratulations. 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 Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, we got That's another one in the mix. Number three. Number three. Uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you know what you're feeling. Yeah. You got you know, e-drums e over here. Not necessarily <laughs> acoustic kid at the house. My wife might give me the boot, but uh no, no, yeah, yeah dude. Honestly, my, my youngest, my youngest uh plays drums. I got an electric kit. It was the best, like. $300 I've ever spent in my entire life. Um, he's able to go and bang away and I just kind of hear the tapping. Um, yeah, and he has right. his headphones. He can do what he needs to do. Uh, it, it has been a lifesaver because I rent. <laughs> so, you know, uh, I have Definitely neighbors. Helps. Um, you know, I have neighbors and I want to be able to still live where I live because I live in a really <laughs> cool neighborhood. Um, I fought hard to earn my place in this neighborhood and I'm not giving it up. Um, For drugs. No, it, 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 it's it's incredible now out of all how many are parents and everything like that because there actually is in connecticut i have seen more than anything else this almost revolution of like parent music we actually have had uh, marisa um from rock mommy who has a zine all about parents in music and mainly started to highlight actually um women moms in in music and then from covering steve rogers and then actually myself um, really has opened it up now more towards all types of parents and all, all types of parenting. Um, so yeah, how many here are parents? I'd ask you to raise your hands, but people on the radio wouldn't actually know that. So <laughs> we, we know that Adam has three or two and one pending. Um, yeah. 
Aaron? I have uh, two girls, six-year-old and an eight-year-old. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I've uh, this is Jeff. I've got two girls as well, five and seven. And yeah, I've totally seen that in the Connecticut scene. Like all, most of the bands we play with are around our age and they have kids. And I feel like when I was playing in my 20s, I didn't really see that a lot. You know, it was mainly like, you know, people in their 20s and maybe early 30s and things like that. And I always kind of thought, well, I guess when I get into my 30s, I'll stop playing music or, or maybe join a cover band, which I did for a little while. Um, mm -hmm. um, but I, I realized in doing that, it wasn't for me. And then like, mm -hmm. I'm like, well, why should I stop doing original music? Like, this is what I love. I'm not dead yet. Like, let's keep it going. And like, yeah. you got to do what you enjoy in life. So, and well, I, I know, think like, I for it's you, a generational Jeff. thing, but a lot of people our age are, I feel like have that mindset and it's really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. And like for you, Jeff, like we grew up around it, right? Yeah. Like for me, my dad's a drummer. My dad plays more shows than I do by far, you know? So it's, it's something that's always been there for me. I know you grew up around brother plays drums too, you know? So it's like, it's, it's part of it. Uh, but there's so much more out there. I feel like um, today than maybe there was years ago. Well, I, I think really what it is, is um, just the information is available a lot faster. Um, so you're able to see it a lot more and actually you're going out and you're, you're, you're doing things on, on a different scale. Um, it has actually been something that has been there for, for a very long time. I've, I have been playing music professionally Jesus, for almost 30 years. Um, and uh, yeah, I marinated myself in alcohol and bad decisions. That's why I look <laughs> as young as I do. But yeah, I've, I've been playing, playing music professionally for almost, for almost 30 years. And I have, I've walked away. Like it, it has been the godfather to me many times. Every time I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Um, but what I have noticed is now the stigma of this, this age limit. And I, we're actually seeing it more, I think, with the way that hip hop has joined, you know, because now that, that hip hop MC is just as valuable as that younger cat has something else to say. Plus, I think we are at the point now artistically where we're all still telling stories. Look, we're, we're not sitting here, you know, writing about, fallen in love in high school we're we're writing about the stuff that's actually happening right now and i think that is that is one of the key things and with the you know wonderful devices we have in our hands you know i i say all the time mud uh i would say mother love bone would be larger than nirvana if youtube existed in the 90s yeah yeah definitely i think it's a i don't know how you feel adam and jeff too but i know i know when my girls were born, uh, I was still playing in bands in Seattle and just being able to share that with them, right? Or just sitting at home with my, you know, oldest at the time, one running Stevie Wonder bass lines and stuff and seeing that get baked into her, right? And, and knowing yeah. she has a love for all of this old soul music now, right? Like mm -hmm. is it, just a huge driver in wanting to just do this as much as possible, so... Yeah, Definitely. I totally agree. My girls are so into the band. They draw pictures of the band. 
They're wondering when they can see the band. So very, very accurate know. depictions. Very, uh, yeah, might I add. Band. Um, and I, you know, and Adam, you know, just like Adam, Adam said that uh, his dad was a drummer. Um, my dad, or is a drummer. My dad's a drummer as well. So I grew up with that too. So it's really nice mm-hmm. to be able to pass on that um, that love of music to uh, to the next generation. Now that's 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 a wonderful question now because I, I I'm sorry that this is now going to parenting talk. But um, <laughs> it's relatable, though. It's relatable. You know, and, and this, this mm-hmm. is something that that's su- that's super interesting. You know, where do you guys sit with that younger generation? Because you know, I had to really, and my my guys with just being me and them for the majority of things. Um, you know, I've had them since they were they're, they're younger too. Since they were three and a half, they're going to be fourteen. Um, you know, this August, and my oldest, uh, I I got her when when she was about ten. Um, and it's really just been kind of like. The, you know, the four of us kicking around, we've had amazing help uh, as well. But, you know, walking through the streets, I've had to take them to gigs that, you know, but they worked. They, you know, drag things in, drag things out. But I never push. Yeah, you know, like exactly. if they wanted to play music, cool. If they didn't want to play music, cool. And I found that they've had such a better connection with that, even though my middle child um, is a phenomenal guitar player. He just refuses to play. And he can make me a lot of money right now because he's also adorable. <laughs> but this kid hasn't had a lesson in, I'll say, two and a half years and touches the guitar maybe other every other day, but can play the scale like he's been doing it, you know, every four hours. So it's a little much. Incredible. I want to be a tiger parent, but I also want them to love it all, all together. Do you guys do that? Or are you guys like, hey, guess what? We got piano lessons between six and nine, and then we got drum lessons and then we have guitar lessons and we have vocal lessons is that is that what is going on here uh, for, me, for me it's um yeah I, I don't push it on them either so we did try like piano lessons with my older daughter and it didn't take um but it, so you know what they they get to do whatever they're into here and if they want right. to uh do it again at some point great if not great it's, it's up to them you know that's how, that's how we do it you just yeah. look for those opportunities, Same. right? Like when the girls have shown an interest in singing or whatever, we'll jump on it. And when they lose that passion, you just let them move on to something else, right? Nudge them, but don't drag them. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like, like it's just exposing them, right? The different things, whether it's music, you know, culture, sports, whatever it is. You know, you want to expose your kids to different things and what they, what they, what they gravitate towards obviously you want to be supportive of that but obviously we've got this wonderful base i've got a wonderful music room with a ton of stuff and that's how i grew up right i had a drum set in our house all the time so mm-hmm. there's periods of my life where i was into it and there's periods of time where i wasn't and but it, it's always been there it's been a nice crutch for me in my life and something i always gravitate towards so maybe it'll be the same for them that, that's awesome and, and the one the one advice i will give is continue to uh nurture their artistic they draw pictures of the band that's great. My middle child actually made a music video for us for for eighth grade, uh, you know, video class, and that's now up on YouTube because that's it's awesome. just it, it's a, you know, it just has has those those type of moments, and it's organic and it's a beautiful thing. But enough with just parenting talk and and being <laughs> a, a a parent in the band. What is it like for the non parents to actually be in that type of world? Because here you guys are. I mean, you all are a family now at this point. Um, and, you know, now you, you, especially someone who's never been in a band before, 
you know, now you, you're, 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 you're an auntie. Uh, what is that like? Um, you know, I don't, I don't have kids, but, um, I'm married and, and a lot of us are like, we're all like in serious relationships. So we value our, our home time too. And so I'm mm -hmm. trying to be empathetic to everybody's family life. Like, you know, we try to find that balance. And I think that we do a good job with being understanding about like, we have to make priorities for our home life and we have to make priorities for the band. And we're all kind of like on the same page about that. So it's been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll just hop in and say, um, you know, I, I've never held any sort of like ill will against uh, anybody in a band or really any time for like having kids and having other obligations besides playing music. Um, I've got like a pretty demanding day job and, uh, you know, but in my spare time, I'm literally just like hanging out, writing music, doing that kind of stuff. And it's, it's never been a problem for me. If somebody's like, Hey, I wasn't able to learn this song last night because, uh, I had to take my kid to dance class. Okay, cool. No worries. You know, we'll get it yeah. next time. Um, I think the key to just being in a band and maintaining good relationships is to recognize that like being in a band is like being in a family. It's like being with some of your closest friends and you don't want to be a jerk to your friends all the time for like what's going on in their lives and punish them for things that don't match up with your goals and ideals. You want to support them as much as you can. Like that's, that's the goal. You know, I, I think, you know, Jeff, Jeff kind of touched on this earlier. Um, we all have families and careers and stuff that we're doing outside of the band. Like the band is one extension or one part of who we are. It's not like the entire identity of our being or anything like that. And to that end, I think we're all really respectful of the fact that like we're different people who have like different goals in life and want different things. And at the end of the day, we're all just like good friends hanging out, playing music. And that's great. That's what we want it to be. We don't need it to be something more. We don't need to treat it like a day job or like a set of tasks that we have to get done or like punish people for not meeting our goals or something like that i think we just want to hang out and be supportive and be cool with each other and that's what we're doing have fun yeah yeah right. exactly. have fun, it's man. All about it, right? like we love music we love making music it's all about having fun so if it becomes a job and stressful i mean you're probably doing something wrong right yeah. at least for what we're trying yeah. to accomplish but i think that's yeah. important you kind of went to it in the beginning of the of the, of the cat pass but you know, having aligned yeah. goals and making sure that we're all on the same page with what we want to do with this band. Yeah. WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and the person who I just interrupted, his name is Easy Blues. Go right ahead, sir. Continue. I know it, it, it's one of those things I tell people all the time because I actually, um, I, I've, I've worked in venues as well and done the whole thing. And I love when some of like, the younger bands will come in and, you know, they have that, that those nervous jitters. Um, and I just look at them and I'm like, hey, man, it's called playing music for a reason. It's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to play. Um, you know, and, and it's one of the, the most amazing things that can happen. And, and once you realize that, and, you know, to me, it's, it's going back into sitting in, in my room, you know, blasting like Weezer and, and screaming into my hairbrush, you know, for hours upon hours. You know, that that's what it is when you get to step back on stage and you, and you get to literally just, you know, was it, I think it was Mark Twain uh, or uh, who, who said, writing is easy. You just open up a vein and bleed all over the page. Um, and to me, that's performance. You know, 
where you can just let it all hang and just let it let it all let it all uh be in that moment and just vent um so you guys are playing uh tomorrow uh for you know for those that are listening live uh tomorrow you guys are playing at uh 10 seldom mm-hmm. um yeah now this is your second third 17th gig uh where where is it on the the, the greatest <laughs> hits uh aspect number two the second one the, the second, the second one, and then who are yeah. who are you guys playing? Who are you guys playing with? Ion McGrath and the Gleeful Conspiracy. Mm. Yeah. Um, and and how did how did those connections come through? Was it from the former bands that you guys know, or did like you just happen to hit up Demko? And, Demko. Uh, yeah, you know Demko too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he I'm sure he's everything. mentioned me. I'm sure he's mentioned <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love Demko from a distance. Um, oh wow! <laughs> no, I love, I love, I love Demko. I can say these things because because it's, it's cute and adorable. But he knows I hug him to death every time that I see him. Um, <laughs> no, it, it, that's that's great, and it's also great that you have the, those people like Demko that, that are there. Um, now, where are you guys recording? You know, are you doing it all into the home base, or are you doing it in, in the, some of the different studios? Like, are you seeing, you know, Uncle Vic at Horizon uh, Music? And would you like to see Uncle Vic at Horizon Music? I can, I can make that happen. Um, just saying. Well, if, if I'm the, if I'm the band manager, I think Jeff with the G is probably the band producer. So you can take yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 probably a fair assessment. Um, each, each one has a respective role. I love it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, everybody really yeah. does have a respective role. That's and I, awesome. I just, before I launch into this, I actually want to circle back to something real fast, mm-hmm. just about having nerves on stage. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've been playing guitar for a really long time, and I've opened up for some national acts with like other bands and stuff, and I still get nervous. And mm-hmm. before this this last show that we had, which was uh, Paris's first show, and my first show in like three years since like the pandemic hit, I remember mm-hmm. I was nervous, and I was talking to Aaron, and I was like, man, I, I'm, I'm feeling messed up, dude. Are, are you? What are you feeling? Are you feeling crazy right now? And he just goes, no. I'm good, man. I was like, how are you? How are you not nervous at all? I, know. I was like, how are you not nervous at all, dude? And he just goes, man. Once you have a couple of kids, ah, everything's an emergency and a catastrophe. This doesn't feel like anything at all. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. Um, yeah, it's got to be true. Uh, but anyway, in terms of, in terms of recording, um, yeah, I, I basically have everything here on, uh, on my Mac desktop at home and Adam's recording his drums at home and then he ships them over to me. And then it's just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm basically emailing, uh, everybody different parts and saying, Hey, lay down your lines and send them to me. And then at the end of it all, I put in my tracks, uh, and then bring Paris over and to record her vocals and, you know, just kind of spend a couple of days mixing, mastering. And by a couple of days, I mean weeks. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those things. Uh, but we're actually, everything's sounding really, really good so far. I'm kind of yeah. shocked. This is the first time I've ever been in charge of like recording and mixing an album. Uh, an album. And it's uh, it's it's been a challenging experience in a lot of ways. But Thank goodness I have these clowns to help me out because everybody has been so good uh, in terms of giving me great advice um, right. and you know doing their parts and doing everything right. And mm-hmm. Paris especially, man, it is so cool to have a singer in the studio 
like this, you know, this is me putting on my producer hat or whatever. Paris is amazing. And I'm just going to say it one more time. She's a total natural talent because when I ask her like to sing something, she sings it perfectly. And then I say, okay, mm-hmm. let's do it again. Just like that. And then she does it again. Exactly like that. It's, it's mm-hmm. remarkable. I've never seen anybody who is perfect every single time. And then there's Paris. No, you're perfect. No, you're perfect. (laughs) No, wait, Jeff is perfect. No, wait, no, he's not. He's got the wrong spelling of his name. (laughs) Well, we we think you all are perfect, but what is actually imperfect right now is the fact that they're starting to pull the Apollo curtain on us um, and and close up the show. Um, But we want to give this time to you guys. Um, You know, obviously we're going to play one of your songs as well, but how can people become part of the rebellion? How can people connect with you all personally? And how can people, you know, follow you guys as this incredible project, Attention Rebellion? Yeah, we're pretty easy to find. Um, Attention.Rebellion on Instagram, Attention Rebellion on Facebook, um, two singles on Spotify, Apple Music. They're called All In Me and The Quad, uh, I'm sorry, The Other Side. Um, and uh, yeah, connect with us. Come see a show, email us. Yeah, us come see us. Um, Follow us online. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, any <laughs> inspiring advice from each one of you um, for anyone who wants to go in, into your path? Um, we can start uh, with Paris. Any uplifting advice before we go out? Because we're going to play your track All of Me at the end of the broadcast. Go right ahead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you're somebody that's thinking about doing music and you're like, you feel like you're getting older, like you're out of your 20s and you think it's too late to start. Obviously, it's not. I just started and we're we're having so much fun. Um, if it's something that you struggled with, like me personally, just with confidence, just trying to figure out if it's something you can really do, just go for it. There's nothing else in your way except for you. You just have to go for it and meet other like-minded people that want to do what you want to do and you'll be good. Um, yeah, don't be afraid. Don't let fear get in the way. Follow your passions. Jeff with a J. Yeah, very similar to what Paris said. Just do what you love. Life is short. Do what you love and enjoy yourself. Find people that uh, you know share in the in the vibes and the in the goals that you do, and everything's easy after that. Aaron, I uh, I just piggybacking. I I would say that <laughs> to anybody any anybody that's trying to get out and do this thing is just that your voice is what is valuable you know what i mean so don't don't let not knowing how to do it lack of technical ability lack of confidence like people need to hear what you have to say so last but not least um not last we got two other people adam's, oh. on, adam's here oh and I, I just saw i thought, thought he got disconnected yeah, no, I got you. but Hi, i'm back he's I'm back. valuable nothing against adam i did zero you know, oh, disposable hero as a drummer, but <laughs> oh, oh. How's it for feel me, I would say, drummer, how does it feel? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good. That's a, kind of ties to what I would say. And 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 you know, if you play music, you want to you know push yourself, surround yourself with mm-hmm. other musicians, and 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 try to play in a band or something like that. I think that's what I've always done in my life. Some of my best friends in my life, lifelong friends or musicians, guys I've played in bands. And I assume it's going to be the same with this group. So it's, you know, 
it's fun. It pushes you musically. It you build great friendships and lifelong partnerships, and and uh, yeah, it makes it super fun along the way. Jeff with a G, and also, what's what's your pet's name? My pet? Oh, yeah. So for <laughs> for those of you who are listening at home, um, I have a giant twenty one pound long haired cat named Olaf. Uh, my advice is basically twofold. One, if you have allergies, don't get a long haired cat. And uh, there two, two, I would say, you know, in addition to everything that everybody here has said, because uh, that's all just such great advice. Also, stay stay as open as possible to mm-hmm. new new ideas, new music, and new experiences. Yeah. Like, yeah. I started out playing pop punk with my friends in high school and have gravitated all over the musical map um since then you know now i'm currently like trying to figure out jazz and see how that works and mm-hmm. it's fun you know and and also you know when i first joined up with jeff um i remember thinking to myself like boy he's writing a lot of music in it that i i don't have experience writing but mm-hmm. he and i become super firm friends and great writing partners and everything like that just because i decided I'm, i was going to be open to this experience and just give it a shot and i think Mm-hmm. Being open to new experiences and, you know, meeting with new musicians and just being open to new musical ideas and getting getting outside of your comfort zone. I think that will really help a lot, too, to anybody who wants to try this whole music thing. Thank you, guys. We appreciate you. Um, thanks for being on Behind the Brand. Aaron, Adam, Jeff with a J, Jeff with a G, and <laughs> Paris. Thank you so much, Attention Rebellion, on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Made, EZ Blues. Appreciate you, everybody. Thank you so much. Thank you, all Oh, yeah.